0: Hey there, MSPs and IT pros, welcome to the Rocket MSP podcast, the show where we ask the tough questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Comet Backup. You can learn more about them in the show's description. And my guest today is Paul Barnes, CEO of Overe. Welcome, Paul.
1: Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Steve. It's great to be on and uh, good afternoon. Good, good morning. Good evening to everyone who might, may be watching.
0: Yes, Absolutely. So let's dive right in because we got a lot to go over. Uh, where, where did you come from, man? Uh, you know, you, you, you came out of nowhere. So can <laughs> we get to know you a little better?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been lingering around in cybersecurity for, for quite a long time. So um, I started my journey in the early 2000s um, uh, with a Wi-Fi security company and then joined a startup in, here in the UK called Prevex. Um, and that was in 2006, 2007. I, I actually joined as a, an engineer, a haired, even longer haired engineer. And uh, I soon figured out I wasn't really good at that and put into product management and sales. And Prevex actually sold to WebRoot in 2010. So the technology which we built at Prevex, which was a small, lightweight, anti-malware engine, all cloud-based, that, that was what really carried through and replaced the portfolio at WebRoot, uh, which... Um, I'm sure all you MSP followers kind of uh, aware of, and yeah, that, that journey uh, really carried on through yeah. to about uh, 2020 when I when I left uh, after a couple of acquisitions, We acquired by Carbonite and, and OpenText. But during that time, at Webroot, really fell in love with the whole MSP community, and you know, it's a, a kind of a very different um, world to what, what what I was used to back in 2015. Never heard of an MSP, kind of knew the the folks looking after IT, but it was uh it was really that point that my products which were the business products um which are still carrying on today uh we, we started to kind of find that that interesting um market for us channel and uh, again fell in love with it so been, yeah in been in cybersecurity a long time endpoint and then yeah after that i went to uh, an mdr company called blackpoint cyber uh, out of baltimore so i ran product for those guys uh, yeah, had a short stint there and then decided to take a break after probably a 20 year journey of, uh, you know, lots of traveling and, um, and then wanting to do something myself, you know, just hit 40 and, or, uh, let's get a few buddies together and, uh, start something fun.
0: Excellent. So let's talk about over here. What exactly is this company?
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, first of all, the name um, you got it right, over here. Uh If you're Italian, it's Overe, it's a, it's a Latin Latin name. Uh, kind of came up with a name for a vote, so uh, it's kind of uh, an interesting. This basically means cover, um, in Latin for cover. So uh, we feel we're we're looking to to cover the 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 SaaS environment for MSPs, and so really the genesis of the idea it's been it's been bubbling for a long time. So when I was in Webroot and uh, you know, Blackpoint Cyber as well, just kind of seeing that a lot of the focus was down on the endpoint and the network. And uh, there's a lot of great work done by the MSPs to, to move all their clients' data to the cloud, uh, which has is, which is, you know, freed them up from having to manage servers and, uh, and those things, but, but, but it's kind of opened a blind spot for those folks. So, uh, and a false sense of security that, you know, moving the data to the cloud, you know, actually get more secure. But uh, there are there are issues with that, and um, it was so, I saw that that kind of gap, and really looking towards where the market's heading um, in cybersecurity, and I think you know over there was really born out of that idea. Of there's a lot of um, a lot of roads leading to to needing to protect uh, such applications for the MSP and the clients, and so this is where we we came up with uh, with the idea, and um, we're taking a little bit of a different spin to, to what's in the market. Um, already, and so yeah, I'm really, really uh, kind of keen to kind of walk walk you through that and show you show you what we've got at the moment because we're on this journey. We started started about this time last year. We got the folks together and really kicked off the engineering in uh, the early start of the year. And uh, we've got a product out and market, free product, uh, which we're, we're we've got quite a few MSPs kind of trying and uh, giving us great feedback. And now we've got a beta product for our premium service. Which uh, again, look to kind of show
0: you guys. Great. So let's let's talk about the the company. Um so so you have you've got a background that's um driven in cybersecurity for for twenty years you've been doing cybersecurity. And Overe is is kind of a, a new spin on cybersecurity, uh, at least from what I've seen of it. Now, I'll, I'll say this. I, I do believe that you are building a product that's going to compete with uh, another big company in the MSP space called SaaS Alerts. Um, okay. But maybe not not feature for feature, but I think you're you're going to have, at the start, something that, that competes with one of the features of SAS alerts and something that you're going to have uh, going for you is that SAS alerts, um, Jim from, from the company said that when an MSP leaves SAS alerts, uh, it undoes all of the changes that they've made on the tenants. So all of, all of the, the fixes that we've applied Using SaaS alerts, go away. Which, you know, good or bad, whatever, right? So, are you doing that with your platform? When, when your platform is able to start making changes?
1: Yeah. So uh, that's a that's a great and uh, very interesting point. So what we what we will see in the free tool, and I think what you're talking about is the you know, applying posture settings and, and kind of managing those policies, specifically Microsoft. Um, we're, we're going to keep that free tool there, so you can offboard off our premium service if you don't want to use that. And uh, we won't undo what's there. It's basically um, we're not going to kind of have a kill switch when you, you leave us, and um, those those changes disappear. You know, the, the policies stay in place and um, carry on using the free tool. And you know, there's a lot of value in what we are giving away with a free tool because we feel um, one of the things is there's one thing which still needs to be done is a lot of education around the problem. Uh, and it's not FUD. Um, There's real genuine problems around managing, uh, making sure uh, these SAS environments are you know, secure. So we, we wanna, that's why we're very keen to push out our free tool. We to re- highlight that problem, you know, allow you to make the changes, and then um, yeah, we'll continue to monitor them for free um, uh, indefinitely and um so if you're to to leave us we're not going to undo anything but you can still obviously carry on using the free service so
0: when it, when it comes to the company how long how long have you been developing over here
1: yeah so we officially started coding in february so um, we we built a prototype which are, which I'm going to show you a bit le- later which is our vision of where we're heading so this is kind of the end goal uh, and then from that, we spent a lot of time with MSPs um, and um, and SMBs as well to kind of gauge like where where the pull was coming from, where what was working and what was what was potentially not going to work. And so we got a lot of feedback from about this time last year up until February, and then yeah, we started building that service code in it. So we had a, we, I won't say we we had the certainties in place around what we we're going to build, but we we basically started off you know with with some certainty that. If we are to build this free tool, that's going to help, you know, with the education. It's going to get our foot in the door, and then allow us to then progress them onto the, the premium service, which um, you know that's that's in beach at the moment. We've got a few MSPs helping us out with that. So uh, yeah, we got, we're executing very quick. We've got about we've got seven folks on the team, They're very senior engineers. Uh, my co-founder and CTO, he was a he was a founding engineer in Provex, and he's dealt with. Fully automated cloud systems and mass scales handling billions of events. Um, My other two co-founders, they come from King, uh, which are uh, the Candy Crush folks. So again, billions of transactions, amazing at design, um, and uh, one of the folks is a security guy there. So we've got a really good pedigree, and we brought along some really good senior folks. So it's allowed us to execute very quickly. A lot of history uh, and and lessons learned from you know with highly scalable uh, systems and. msps as well so that's that's kind of those things are in our favor and that's how we've managed to get from february with nothing to, to now with a with the products out in market which came out in about august time frame the free tool and then we, we're building the beta and we're, we're dropping probably a feature every couple of weeks which is um, yeah and it's not just about delivering features it's about value and so we're delivering value every couple of weeks uh, in our beta service so how many employees do you have there yeah. So we've got seven of us. Yeah. So small team, two piece of boxes, um, spread that's, across the U- UK okay. and Spain.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Um, all right. So let's, let's talk about, um, the product itself. Mm-hmm. So right now I know you have the free tool. Do you have a paid tool yet for MSPs?
1: So we have the premium beta. So we're not charging for the beta. So that's one of, one of the reasons um, I wanted to promote it on this is that look, you're welcome to, to try the, the premium beta, C. see what you think of it. It's all about monitoring and alerting. Um, uh, and ultimately, it's going to be automatic response to anything. Because one of the key things which we want to do in the premium services, and it's one of the attributes which we did pretty well at WebRoot, was almost like a set and forget approach where, deploy it you know lightweight not getting in your way it's con- in- conducive with the msp's business so it integrates well and um, you know it's not going to stick out and cost you hours to kind of manage it and that's what we want to do with over um, a lot of lessons learned from web days but there's there's that kind of key goal of us being able to have that set and forget auto response and one of the kind of key differentiators we we look at is that uh, with a premium service, is that we we don't just look through a single lens from a perspective of just looking at the cloud apps. Um, we are leveraging threat intelligence. We're leveraging other security tools as well to be able to uh, more accurately uh, detect and respond with high confidence. Because that's one of the problems we see in the market today is around a lot of alerts, um, a lot of alert fatigue. So a lot of things will pop and say, "Hey, you know." person blocking on from multiple locations when in fact they just jumped on a VPN and so triangulation is is key and reducing alerts because ultimately we don't want to be bothering the uh, msp admin with things which aren't important so that's that's kind of all part of the monitoring and differentiators which we've got in our uh, premium service
0: what are you going to be doing differently to disrupt the marketplace
1: i think um great question so i think that that comes with kind of what I said around the automated response and uh, leveraging, leveraging you know, more than just looking at the cloud applications, looking, looking around. We, we're building our own endpoint sensor as well, uh, which we feel is critical because you can't just look at the cloud and make assumptions around if an adversary is um, doing something. There, there could be clues on the endpoint. Um, and so, you know, this is kind of some of the lessons from MDR and Sox as well, is that you can't just look for a single lens. So you, you have to look at multiple angles. So that's that's really where we feel we're going to differentiate. Uh, and the user experience, and hopefully that will come through on the demos, that you can see it's slit, it's, it's intuitive. We're not going to be demanding demo. We, we don't want our sales team, or we don't have a sales team, we don't want to have to demo our product. It should be so intuitive that is click, click next, bind to the tenant and of where you go, and so that user experience—you know—the frictionless approach, the automated response, and the ability to look at different angles um, uh, to look for serial activity—that that's going to hopefully set us apart. And it ultimately comes down to protecting the user and the, the the customer with high confidence, low false positives.
0: So I know you've you've got your screen shared and ready. Um, I've got other questions, but I actually want to dive in and do a demo and and kind of ask questions while we're doing a demo of this thing uh you yeah. ready to
1: do that absolutely yeah all right cool so um yeah the first thing i want to show you is just how easy it is to sign up so this is on our link our website but it's free.io and so what i'm going to do is show you the free product uh we've got a couple of instances here because you know Lessons learned that, you know, the EU folks want their stuff in EU and US folks in the US. So we've got a couple of instances. We we can easily spin up more, but this is kind of what we started up, off with. Um, and so, you know, for, for this demo, we've got um, uh, things in the EU. So I've, I've gone and um, logged in previously and I've got a couple of organizations. So I'm going to show some of the MSP level management. And so this is really at the MSP level where um, one of the things which we wanted to do if there's super large MSPs with different business units and they want to separate the bills, these can act as like different MSPs. So we saw this a lot in previous uh, roles where maybe it's a VAD, a value added distributor, or a very large MSPs got multiple organizations that can handle this here. And this is kind of like each one of these is an MSP. And then, then you have all your sites here. And so, yeah, adding a site is very easy. Uh, and so, for example, you just kind of say, hey, Okay, and so we go along, we, we add that, that site in, and then as soon as you click through, uh, you can add your first service. And so really at this point, uh, you're adding the Microsoft uh, or, or what's coming. Uh, so after yeah, is a, the Google Workspace as well. And this is, this is um, I won't go from this one here, but once you've set this up, uh, you'll land into this page. And this is, again, what I'm showing you here is all free, uh, you can access it now. And uh, what will happen is we do quite a few things. So as soon as you uh, connect the tenant, we'll kind of look at the license, which you've got. Uh, and then we'll, we'll look back in time as, as well around the posture. So we're not just looking at from that point forwards. Uh, we look back in time to see, because um, we, we look at some of the logs just to see what changes might have happened. And so here you see over time, um, you know, there's been some changes uh, to policies and, you know, things have been turned off. But one of the the real key uh, things we want to help with the free tool is that when you, say if you look at the Microsoft Security Score, it's extremely difficult to know whether you um, have the right license in place to be able to address uh, a security control or concern Mm -hmm. there. And so by looking at the license, we we give you that snapshot and this, this view is really useful to say, hey, we've detected seven controls that your company can't fulfill based on your current license. So we're basically looking at the license as part of the onboarding. We take a bit of information about you, about the vertical, the geography, size of business, and this really allows us to give you a contextual recommendation. So it's not just a blanket recommendation for everyone. Everyone's the same. We look at the business uh, and basically recommend um, what what product uh, uh, SKU you'll need. And so in this case, yeah, Microsoft, um, uh, sorry, Azure uh, P2. Um, so you, you can click here and, and upgrade, and that'll allow you to get full protection. So we look through the lens of different attack vectors. So I'm not sure if that's coming on screen okay, but I'll zoom. I, I was able to
0: see it okay. Just so you know.
1: Okay, great. Brilliant. I'll zoom back out. But you can see here the, the controls. And so those seven controls, what we do... Um, once you uh to upgrade, we'll, we'll add them to the list. But what we do, first of all, is give you a very short list of things which um, we, we want you to do. And so um, we have all the tasks here, but we don't want to bombard the admin with everything at once. So kind of give us three items to, to look at. And so you can look at all the tasks which you, you need to do here and whether you've got the license and including uh, those things which uh, have already been completed. And so... So, so let's
0: talk, let's talk about this real quick because this, this right here, I, I'm really excited about. So, um, let's scroll back down and look at the outstanding security tasks. So explain the, the first three columns for me. Obviously it looks as though these are prioritized for us. You, I mean, you make that very clear with the priority column next, you tell us what needs to happen, but then what are those next three columns there?
1: So this is we when we design. So we've actually got um, some AI in the background, which is crunching all this on on behalf of um, the organization. So we're looking through different lenses around compliance, data security, um, and I've just blanked on the uh, data security. Sorry, the um, business continu- continuity. So we're looking through like how CISO would look at their their controls and, and really prioritizing it from that point. So again, we don't want to just kind of have one set of recommendations for, for everyone. And it's all the same. We, we want to make sure it's relevant to the, to the admin. So that's, that's, um, that's, uh, one key importance. And whilst I'm on the screen, I'm just going to flash up what's just about to be released. Uh, and so there's actually an initial comp. So this comes out, I think at the end of the week, we also add in the CIS, um, score as well. Yes. So that, so this is, this was only requested a couple of weeks ago and this, our team were just like, Oh, sure. That's super easy. Um, and so you can kind of see like the, the, um, CSI ID and it's related to the latest, um, uh, B3 on, um, uh, the foundations benchmark. So, so yeah, again, this is kind of like, we want to use this as a, a great, um, education for the MSP, but what MSPs are using this for a lot is, is part of that initial onboarding for the clients in that initial order to say, Hey, look. We're, we have this conversation, we've done the basic kind of onboarding checks, we've clouded the assets, maybe run a vulnerability scan. Hey, let's run ovir to kind of give you that cloud uh, visibility with, with Microsoft. And so they use this as a report, which they export. Now they can use it for CIS as well. And CIS is, is free um, in the free tool. But I, I want to give you a glimpse into the future, but that's kind of what's, what's, um, what's planned there. So can you
0: open up, uh, you open something up that was showing us more in details on CIS for something?
1: Yeah. So what, one bit of data, which we we've just going to add, um, very soon is the IG group and, um, uh, oh, great. and that, that, that's all we're going to add in there. We, we just started off with the control, uh, ID, and then we get the IG groups coming in. Uh, no, no, in that's,
0: so. that's fantastic. I mean, the fact that you're, you're giving us the control is already huge. Now, let's talk about two things that I'm a little confused about. Uh, and I'm going to plead ignorance, okay? So uh, the first one is, it says level, E3 level 2. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, this is straight from the foundation's ban- benchmark. So this is kind of uh, how CIS is classified as control. Um, and, and so they, they say it's related to the Microsoft license, but it's not like you get E3 um, uh, um, policies in business premium and, and things like that. But uh, CIS has done E3 and E5. Uh, that's just how they've done it. It's not from that's us.
0: Right. So, yeah. So I guess let me, let me rephrase the question. I understand that E3 is a Microsoft license type. Yeah. I don't understand level two.
1: Yeah. I, I guess I've never is. heard it like that. Yeah. No, this has come from CIS. CIS, um, but there's, there is that, that uh, the controls VA that we're going to put the IG because we had similar feedback. It's like, oh, can we just have the IG123 uh, yeah. in there as well? Because that's all I want to know. And so um, they can export that. So yeah, this is uh, how CIS um, has kind of categorized. Okay.
0: And then, so, so my feedback is, the only feedback I have is um, for somebody who doesn't just, you know, live and breathe CAS controls and other cybersecurity frameworks all day, every day, um, some of this information just doesn't tell me enough. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I do want to, I do want to prerequisite for everyone that's, that's watching and listening. Um, I want you to understand just because, uh, Paul and Ovier are going to tell you uh, all the different. CIS controls that you can implement with Microsoft 365. That does not mean that your clients are all magically, I don't know, CIS certified or, or whatever the word, because this is just touching Microsoft 365. It's not touching the rest of their environment. So he's helping you make sure that your Microsoft 365 tenant and uh, users and everything are all going to meet the different uh, implementation groups and everything within CIS. I don't want you to get some false sense of security because it's not protecting Dropbox and Slack and and everything else yet. Uh, The next thing that I have is this says based on CSI, Microsoft 365 foundations. Is that a typo or is it? It is.
1: Okay. It is somewhat. The engineer has been watching too much uh, late night uh, box yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all good, man. I just, I just again I'm pleading ignorance because um, I I just want to make sure I, I understand what I'm seeing here. Now, uh, for those of you that are watching, listening live, please pop your questions into the chat. I will do my best to get them answered for you. Um, we will we will put Paul's feet to the fire here and and get all of your questions answered. So uh, let's let's close out of this. Let's let's okay. look at that priority list again. So you've got different colored bubbles inside those three columns. And I remember they're like for, um, the, I don't remember what they're yeah, for. Compliance,
1: already. um, data security and, uh, business continuity. Okay. And so this, this actually, this is something which we wanted feedback on because, um, like it sounded like a great idea for us. Some customers are like, Hey, this is, this is kind of interesting how you're looking at it. Cause this, this is how we prioritize, um, this is where we've fed it into ai and this is where it's like how we prioritize the controls based on the verticals and things like that and the size of business uh, yeah basically what it means is that look we really need you to do this uh, based on your company this is a critical one for you to to get sorted um uh please work on it first okay. so that's kind of how we, we're doing it based on that category but yeah if it's confusing this is this is the phase which we're in, we're collecting a lot of feedback on it, and um, uh, we want to make sure this is as intuitive as possible.
0: And then the license column, is that simply saying checkbox, your current license supports doing this thing?
1: Yeah, that's correct, yeah.
0: Perfect. All right. Uh, so that means a lot of this stuff the MSP can just do for the customer without having to charge more for licensing every month. Now this may be something that, uh, as an MSP, and and maybe I want to get your opinion, Paul. So as an MSP, we are responsible for providing, um, you know, a certain level of security for our clients. So would you say that implementing all of this stuff is something that we should be including as part of our service every month, or would this be like? Yeah project work that that we get to charge extra for
1: yeah that's a great question and um it really depends on the msp because i've spoken to some msps which may be in that kind of early stage emerging coming from break fix, and they're, they're kind of like oh wow this 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 can make me money i can charge it project work uh, based on project work and then others are just like look like let's say that i'm not going to use maturity in debts but like you know the guys which have probably have more of that service and recurring revenue and more of that, like, um, uh, like uh, not, not selling things out la carte. They, they'll be like, look, thanks, thanks for the guidance and we're going to implement this on behalf of the client and this is part of our ongoing service to our, uh, to, to our customers. So it really depends on the MSP, but that's, that's some of the things which we've seen. And actually some of the really early stage uh, MSPs are, are not even looking at this. And my provision... Microsoft on behalf of the, the security side, they're just kind of totally they're lost in this. So this is acting as a great tool to introduce them into it. And that's what we want to do is a lot of awareness. Like, hey, you've just onboarded your client, but look, you need to kind of look at this on behalf. And maybe it's something they hand over to the client because they're not equipped to do and say, hey, this is what we found. Um, we want to make sure you're you're kind of best protected as possible and and hand this over. So it really depends. But I would love to see this as kind of, know embedded into the MSP's kind of you know day to day. I think they, they should be taking uh let's say more kind of um helping the clients more through this because it's super important.
0: So uh let's let's talk about that security assessment uh threat exposure details section yeah uh because that that's pretty I, I love I if if you've watched this show long enough, I like pretty colors. I like Uh, I like pretty user interfaces. Um, I'm, I'm easily pleased when it comes to, I, I automatically like software more when they have designed it well, and you've done a really good job at designing your software. So kudos. Um, so this here, it, it's giving us so much information with, with just a picture and two sentences the The picture is showing us what has been implemented in pink. Uh, what is achievable in yellow, and then what is desired is the blue outline around the edges. and And what this is showing us is that thanks to uh, Paul's company having e five developer licenses, uh, they're able to achieve almost I don't know if perfect is the right term, but uh, according to this chart, nearly perfect cybersecurity posture. Um, but there's, there's some work that needs to happen in order to do that, obviously, and that's that big long list of, of stuff to do. Uh, but the sentence here it really says so much. We've detected two security controls that your company cannot fulfill with your current Microsoft license. Review the graph below to understand the areas where you cannot reach the desired level of protection. That's that's fantastic. Like, you couldn't have made this any simpler for us to understand, oh, so there's only two things that we're missing in, in order to, to achieve that uh, data loss protection, or I'm sorry, data loss prevention um, perfect score, if you will. So if you if you click on on the right where it says understand the risks, if you click on data loss prevention, does that tell us what we're missing?
1: Yeah, so um, this kind of gives a description of what's um, um, uh, what the the vector is about. And we also one of the things we're acutely aware of is that maybe you don't want to sell the whole in Microsoft. Um, You might have other vendors. Um, And so. It's not that we haven't enabled like to self test and like, Hey, I'm going to book my own score, but it's just like, look, there are other solutions, which you might want to look at. Um, but the, the actual list, we don't have them in there. It's actually, um, you know, when you'd have to go back to your old task and like, here's the two, these are the two ones, which you, Got it. um, but so, that's, that's uh,
0: easy enough to get to. And you were able to just sort that by the license type yeah. and, and put it right up on the top there
1: yeah i think i think the ui is pretty slick and that's testament to our designers um they're, they're brilliant and so um yeah we hope uh, hope it's intuitive for the folks trying it
0: so let's let's look you've got a bunch of buttons on this little sidebar on the left um yeah. are are we in the free version or are we in the premium version or obviously i see you're in the developers so this could even be like a future version that we don't have access to this
1: this is a beta version so though beta folks will be on the staging environment but one thing i do want to highlight is is a massive feature uh which we give away for free is this um is basically tracking the scores um the the sorry the settings every day if there's a settings change we're gonna alert you by our email. So you don't have to come into us. We know we're not going to be the single pane of glass. We're not, we're not going to claim that. We want to arm you with the information, pop into email. It'll tell you if the settings change. So one of the use cases, which we've heard from a few MSPs, is that their admin uh, might go in, the tech might go in to change a setting and forget to turn it back on again or, or something, something like that. So this is kind of like, yeah, look, you've changed that setting and, um, and you, know, you better be aware or... What happens often is Microsoft introduces new settings. So you see here, uh, hey, there's a new setting which comes in. You've got to come in and review that. So this is kind of what we're, this is, I feel feel we're giving away a lot here, but it's like, it's a massive feature in my eyes. Because you set this up, you can forget about it. It will alert you to come back and review it. And um, you just rest assured that we're always monitoring. And again, this is for the free service. So I did Uh want to kind of touch on that point.
0: That is incredible. You are giving away so much right now.
1: Yeah, and so so yeah, we we are. I think we're the analogy which we're using is is really around kind of the locksmith and the security guard, and so we want to be. But this is the locksmith checking the locks, making sure like it's up to snuff, and then the the thing which we're going to charge for because we need to make money is the security guard to see actually what's going on, like um, user activity, using user behavior analysis and all that kind of great ML uh, which we we're plugging in, and then that that kind of advanced monitoring. Um, that's that's really what we're. We're looking to, uh, upsell to, And that's, um, that's in the, the premium beta. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. To you. Oh, so,
0: so with the premium beta, uh, which, which I love, I love the, the subtle differences between American English and, and British English and all the different English, right? You, you say beta, we you say beta, <laughs> 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 but you spell organization with an S too. So I forgive you. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So, with with the beta product, uh, right now you're you're allowing MSPs to sign up for the beta premium version for free, and then once that comes out of beta and you're ready to to go to market with that, do you have mm-hmm. any idea on what pricing is going to be?
1: Yes. Um, so we've we've been uh, testing this quite a bit, and we know what the market can bear, and and one of the one of the interesting um ways I, i've been looking at this is um really around how 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 much can an msp really swallow and wrap into the service so if it's like a like if you look at things like mdr like five bucks per user per month or whatever it might be um they can't swallow that that's kind of high end and you won't get full penetration in your base with that it's a conversation which the msp needs to have um and so great to, it's a great service everyone should have mdr switched on it's um, truly needed um but it's not going to get that full penetration where mm-hmm. with, with what we are doing it i feel in a couple of years this is going to be ubiquitous in the msp environment this is going to be ingrained into like like rmm software like antivirus like backup disaster recovery everywhere every msp puts this in it's like a no-brainer so we want to be in that category and so the price point needs to be reflective of that and i think a dollar fifty for a premium service is probably where we're going to land at, but um, we are going to have early adopter pricing, so we're not going to wait until we're going to have full features. We'll we'll be here a little while longer, uh, but in early in round Q1, uh, we're looking to onboard a few um, few clients um, with our monitoring, and um, we're also, you know, the auto. So one thing which we don't do in the free is kind of apply the policies, right? We mm-hmm. we don't do that. You have to do it. So that auto, um, uh, policy kind of tracking and application, that's all going to be part of the, the, the first version of the, the premium beta. And there's a whole load of other features, which uh, we're working on. We've got a few things I can show you on premium, but that, that's kind of where we're at.
0: Okay. Uh, very cool. Now, if we look, uh, can you click on some of these icons on yeah, the sure.
1: left there? Let's see what else we got. So actually I forgot to mention another free features like the shopping channel here. Uh, so um, is this, so um, we, we highlight all the users um, and actually it's a, not a great example. Um, let's go on to this, this is live. So we've got a couple of users um, and this is kind of talking, you know, this really reflects on the threat intelligence side. This is the first bit of threat intelligence we put in was around breach monitoring. So as part of our connection to ACID directory and again, this is free. Uh, we'll we'll look at the um accounts in there and we'll we'll look at which ones have had recent breaches we're not going we highlight every breach which we've seen but also it's really the status is uh based on a recent uh, credential uh breach so we're using a really great service behind the scenes um which we 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 trust the guys behind it and they they look deep into the dark web so that's that's free um, we do it free for hundred users per site so it should cover um most MFPs customers. So, um, yeah, I did want to mention that. That's, uh, that's in the free product. And then one thing which we don't do in the free is kind of give you that extra context on the users. I mean, you can go through into enter and monitor it, uh, look at it yourself, but that's kind of one of the things which uh, you'll get all loads of information on users lit up for that. Premium.
0: So the, the asterisks under admin guest MFA last login, is that something that, uh, will be available to us in the free version.
1: That uh, information? we're, no, we're, no, we're, we're going to keep that in the premium version. Um, okay. so like that, that advanced stuff, we're we're going to put in there just so uh, uh, yeah, we've kind of drawn the line. There.
0: Oh, now I, now I see it on the bottom there. Advanced account details available on premium. Okay. Um, yeah. cool. Cool. Very
1: cool. And then, so on the other items, um, just again, on the, side. So one of the things which we want to do is do a lot of this education. And so um, all MSPs or all customers will have access to this. And so what well, the problem we're trying to solve is there's a lot of noise in the, in, in the market around, you know, different APTs, different threats out there. And you know, it's overwhelming for, for a lot of MSPs to really understand, does it affect them and how, how can they resolve it and what's the impact? And so what we're trying to do here is you know, for the, this recent APT41, you know summarize it in a way that's really under- easy to understand and then you know they can go into into there and say hey the severity is high productivity impact this is um you know how much impact to the productivity of the clients will happen if we're making this change this remedial change and how long is it going to take and um we kind of walk them through that so this is kind of a value add uh, for all customers to say look we've got your backs we want to demystify all this stuff which you hear in the press yeah, you know, there's some great research which goes on but like for msps they haven't got time to crawl through everything and figure out if it's relevant for them so it's kind of like you know um pretty standardized way which we've thought of to kind of really get get um some value out there so we show a quick video of how to apply it and uh, links to that so uh yeah that, that's uh, one of the like, that's the last feature within the, the free tool
0: that makes sense to you. it does yeah So let's, um, can we look at some of the premium features that you've
1: got? Yeah. So one of the things which I did want to show you is kind of the end vision uh, of Mm -hmm. where we're heading, and then I'll I'll kind of end with like what we actually have today, if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. And so I mentioned to you that probably this time last year, we started to ideate on where we're heading and um, build a prototype. And so one of the things which you wanted to put in front of customers was, hey, here's this kind of direction of what we're doing. Uh, the problems we're going to solve and this really talks to uh the, the key use cases which uh, we're going to cover long term and so we've kind of talked about the posture side and um here we got 365 and uh, another other apps It's kind of what you've seen in the product already uh, but then we've got the idea for one click boost but in reality what this is is policy templates which we're going to apply um the customer will be able to configure these and um and stage them and, uh, and and all the things we've heard from MSPs of how they want things to be applied. So but the idea is that they'll be able to have a one-click boost or uh, essentially set up uh, best practice policy templates, which you know, set conditional access policies and they can apply them across all multiple apps here. And so that's that's kind of on the the evolution of what we were going to do with with posture and settings. But really, when it uh, one of the key things which we're looking at is really the alerting. And so um, this these are a few examples of what we've got with um you know typical alerts which you see in sas products so you've got impossible location alert you know i think most tools in this area do have this and so this is kind of looking looking across a you know two different uh, sas applications logged on from different locations you know this this should be a high risk um and one of the things we're looking at and i mentioned devices are a critical factor in this to triangulate the data uh, that's going to give us higher confidence on that, hey, this is actually a risk. And so this is where the automatic response would come in. And, um, you know, we, the customer can decide, hey, if I see this happen, I want to, you know, deauthenticate de-authent- the user or block the account, um, you know, and take an action. So that's alerts, uh, one example of that. But one of the things which talks to our kind of, let's say, uh, machine learning and user behavior and analytics is that's this example of insider threat where, um, in this example, uh, we've got a user, and this is over a long period of time, and this is really hard to do with with monitoring and, and cybersecurity in, in general it's holding cotton text on behaviors over a long period of time. and in this case, this is where uh, an employee um, so it's not an adversary, external adversary, it's an actual employee. We've seen them download a lot of files and then their contract's being terminated, so they've been afforded um, either direct or disabled. and so this is kind of hey but well, we're looking over a long period of time. We've seen some anomaly. This is something which you should be aware of. So this is kind of a good example to show that it's not just about hey point in time actions. It's like this long period of time, which we're looking at again, all the user's behaviors uh, to be able to kind of make a decision and then guide the, the MSP or the client to, uh, to resolve that. So, um, yeah, that, that's kind of a good example. And then, you know, another good example, sorry, uh, let's go on to activities. Um, and this is something which we're looking at around triangulating um data from uh, third pies is hey, look, we, we also leverage if there's ransomware or a malware seen on a, on a device you know these products are amazing at what they do on the endpoint so uh, this we should see how we can get that information and then uh, use that in our kind of heightened state of awareness on this user and this device to say hey look we see some strange things happen on this device because of, of being popular uh, ransomware then you know, we should be looking at the cloud with um, uh, a deeper, uh, from a deeper perspective. So this is kind of how that triangulation will, will kind of happen. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to show, show those key things. Uh, there's a bunch which you can go into the services, uh, reporting and integration. So integrations, you know, we, we know we're going to integrate into different uh, PSAs, RMMs and things like that. Um, that's over time. But one of the things which we know that some clients, especially larger MSPs, is that they want the data. They want to put it into their SIM or, or um, uh, SOC environment. So we could act as that kind of broker to put it in there so they can get all our alerts and um, and monitor uh, themselves. So that's kind of parts of what we're doing. Uh, I didn't want to give away too much, but hopefully that made all sense. But now, any questions, Steve, or uh, just carry on? So I've got tons of
0: questions still. Um- so, so let's let's talk about our our data and some compliance stuff for a little bit. Sure. So, you're a cybersecurity company. Uh, well, you're a SaaS company that focuses on cybersecurity for MSPs and their clients. Um, what kind of data are you storing?
1: Yeah. So that's great. De- uh, great question. So yeah, it would be a lot of the the, the log data which we get from these SaaS applications. Um, you know. For example, Microsoft, we get through the management logs and the Graph API, Um, and so, yeah, we do store that. So one of the things uh, we've done straight away was actually an MSP, uh, one of our customers, has certified us for um, cyber essentials because we thought, you know, we got to make sure that we start on the the right foot with compliance. So we've done cyber essentials, and the team which we've got in place are all gone through ISO and making sure that we're, um, you know, going to be compliant long-term. We haven't got, like, you know, the... Like full creds on that, but that's kind of how we're building this. So we're making sure that you know we don't hold data which we don't need to, and anonymizing and encryption at rest—all those key things which you'd expect from a cyber company. Did I lose you? No. you okay. me?
0: sorry. Um, all right, so so log data that that seems reasonable. Uh, let's see here. Uh, data sovereignty. You're you're a company based in the UK? Yes. So uh, there's a lot of MSPs in America. I think there's I think there's something like fourteen thousand or twenty thousand MSPs in America. So yeah. data sovereignty might be an issue for some MSPs, especially if they have uh, government contract clients.
1: Yeah, and we, we tried to get ahead of this with, with using um, – uh, we've got – you can onboard in the U.S. Uh, so all your data resides in the U.S. And when – unlike some companies where there's a, there's a kind of shared data, this is literally isolated. Uh, the only data which we hold centrally across both regions is CRM data, which is their email uh, contact. Okay. The actual physical data um, will, will reside there. That's why we want to give a choice. And we could add other regions in there, um, uh, pretty easy. So do you have, um, you, you're,
0: you're hosting everything I assume in like Azure or something along those lines,
1: uh, AWS.
0: Okay. Um, so do, do you have uh, disaster planning and, and all that types of policies and, and everything in place today?
1: Um, I wouldn't say it's like enterprise level disaster planning, but it's, um, you know, we, we do, have obviously backups and um uh, recovery plan we we spent quite a bit of time on the foundations of this platform so before any ui was built we spent a lot of time on making sure you know redundancy like scalable and all those things um we kind of expect to come with this solution um but yeah that, that's we we know what's expected for it fro- from us um because we expect that of other applications we use services we use so that's kind of how we're looking at it but we're not kind of you know i would say we're kind of enterprise level um the art plans and things like that
0: okay no problem and then uh with that do you have any type of data breach plan so you know one of, one of the things that really upsets msps is not necessarily when their vendor gets breached it's when their vendor hides that they've been breached mm-hmm. or tries to downplay it and make it be like oh it's not really that big of a deal when it is
1: yeah yeah so it's part of this both the cyber essentials and and some of the requirements here in the uk with the ico and if there are breaches we you know we we need to responsibly disclose you have to make sure we do that in a timely fashion but um, you know, if any MSPs wants to dig into the specifics, um, our, our CTOs kind of uh, uh, understands that, that space uh, more than me, and he, he kind of designing that compliance for us. Okay.
0: Now, since you're still new, you're still in beta, I'm, I'm assuming the answer is no, but I'll ask just in case. Uh, do you meet any compliance standards yourself? Maybe ISO twenty seven thousand one SOC two, any of that? Uh,
1: not yet. Like like I mentioned, we we certified with Cyber Essentials um, here in Europe. So that's that's one thing which we we've done, and yeah, it's something which you know we are going to do. Um, it's just you know budget focus and and those things at the, at the moment. We want to make sure we kind of get the product right, and we obviously. Taking the security and the compliance of the platform very serious, it's just that we yeah, I'm going, we've gone through that process.
0: Sure. Um, HIPAA. Here in America, we've got HIPAA. Do do you sign a HIPAA BAA for any of the MSPs that demand one?
1: Mm, we haven't done yet, um, but we'd look into it if that was a requirement.
0: Okay. My, my assumption is that you shouldn't need to since you're not necessarily touching the user data um, but i don't know what type of access you have available to you when even when we sign in with that open graph or whatever it's called so i don't know if Just because you're not touching it, you still have access into SharePoint and OneDrive for our tenants, for example. Mm -hmm. So if you have access into that type of information, then I believe the answer is yes, you would probably need to sign a BAA. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't, if all you're seeing is logs and user information, you, you might not need to i don't know you you probably need to yeah. talk to a compliance expert but that that's my that's my first gut instinct is you might not need to
1: mm-hmm. yeah i we'll would have to look into that
0: yeah. all right now Oops. uh you, since we can sign in it looks like we we sign up with our microsoft uh open graph right
1: yeah, so it's restricted to Microsoft creds. It's going to open up soon uh, to other creds. But given that the free tools are all centered around the Microsoft um, 365 tool and assessment, it sh- it's bound to your Microsoft license, uh, Microsoft um, email.
0: Um, so that also means that you support MFA sort of because the, the Microsoft account in theory, your MSP Microsoft account should already have 2FA enabled, right guys?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but then that also means you support single sign-on right now for Microsoft, hopefully soon for Google.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're right. Yeah, All Google's right. gonna be the next one.
0: So right now everything is free. You're thinking a dollar fifty. Uh <clears throat> someone someone asked what's 2 fa <laughs> oh Ian, you silly goose uh yeah. you you talked about how currently it's free uh when you launch you're looking at um, when it's more mature a dollar fifty per user uh, where will MSPs be able to buy this are you are you planning on like linking up with PAX Eight or any distributors.
1: Yeah, I think the 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 channel, the VAD channel, is going to be important for us. So we're in conversations with with several. So um, you know, one when uh, the time is right, we'll we'll be going through there. And um, you know, the MSPs will will be able to come to us direct if they like. Um, but yeah, we we'll, we want to lean on on those kind of folks.
0: Excellent. Now, do you have any? Best practices that you want to show off when it comes to, uh, y- you know, how how do you think MSPs should be using this platform?
1: Um, well, I think I hinted a few. It's, I think um, you know I think what we'd love to see this platform being used as is is really awareness for the MSP and and really the clients as well. Just kind of maturing that that whole like getting rid of that perception that, you know, just because it's in the cloud, you're secure. So we're hoping that the tool and, you know, how you can explore all the result, uh, results and, and the tasks is going to really help guide that conversation and arm the MSP with, with that information they need to have that conversation because sometimes it's, you know, that again, the perception gets in the way of um, of it. And so we want to see that tool being used to, yeah, educate them and then get them on that journey because we're hoping what we're betting on is that you know that journey is going to include us up to the premium service because if we use that tool they've seen the problem we're going to help you know go beyond that when i use that locksmith and security guard use case um that's kind of like we, we sort the locks out and then guide them onto to monitoring thereafter when they're they kind of feel ready for that so um yeah it's really about leveraging that tool for education and really helping up of the, the posture of that, that client and that whole an, entire MSP base. So
0: how do MSPs get support today?
1: So support us all via email. Um, so if you are to join the beta and the beta is open to, to everyone, um, uh, j- just drop us a note via, um, the, there's a beta link in, inside the product or hello at ovia.io. And then you'll be invited onto a Teams channel uh, where you get direct access to the team. Uh, This is just for the B2 users, so you can chat and get feature requests. And that's kind of where we're building the community on on Teams for now. Uh, We've not chosen kind of any other kind of forum platform, but everything's kind of online email. And uh, yeah, we're we're responsive to to any you've got queries. And
0: I feel like we've answered a lot of these. So. Problem solved for the MSPs, you're you're helping us improve the security posture for our clients. Uh, key features and benefits, we, we went through a whole demo, so we don't need to rehash that. Uh, how does your product directly help MSPs improve their service deliverability? It seems like that one's pretty straightforward. You, you tell us what we need to fix when it comes to the security posture. Uh, how does your product directly help mSPs grow their business?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, I want to yeah, hear it in your words
1: <laughs> yeah, so so I think I think I like, was an interesting conversation about one mSP where they were like, yeah, we've moved every everything to the cloud, but we're losing a hundred dollars per server per month from um from the client now because we've kind of decommissioned it. no one's put servers in, right? And so um, it's like, there's, there's a revenue opportunity there. There's a, there's a gap in, in like, you've, you've moved everyone's kind of gray. Um, but now like what else can you do? And this is, this is perfect. And I talk about, talked about this type of technology being ubiquitous within the MSP environment. I truly believe in, in a couple of years, it's going to be synonymous with antivirus. Like you saw at the you saw at cloud, and this is, this is the opportunity which MSPs, and we're hoping we're helping them on that journey of education them the visibility into the problem then we're, we're going to help them with being able to monetize off the back of the solution because we feel they can probably double the price if, if they're not wrapping it into the service themselves and swallowing that cost it could double the price it gives us um, off our service and, and make that um additional revenue so i think i think it's uh, out of all the technologies which i've seen recently in the msp space i think this is the has the biggest opportunity um and this is why we're betting on it because you know, the, the problem's real. Um, I know there's a lot of thud, but there is real issues which go on here. And, um, you know, th- this type of tool and, and the service which you're going to bring is really going to arm the MSP with, with that um, business opportunity. And reducing risk and stress and all those things which come with, you know, having the customer breached or fished And then, you know, there's wire transfers, which, you know, one of our clients, unfortunately, you know, this this happened recently. Before we got installed, um, it was set up. This happened to them. So, um, yeah, that's that's what
0: we feel. How do you help MSPs get the product up and running?
1: Now we're hoping it's so intuitive that we don't need to. So one of the things we, which we've mandated is that no demos. We're not going to jump on a phone and have to teach you how to do. it. And it's not because we don't want to. It's that if we have to demo the product, we've failed. Um, or we want you to, and look, you can click on this now and sign up. And if, if there's any issues, you kind of contact us by hello at we uh, uh, and we'll, we'll help you through that. But hopefully it's just, yeah, the vision is set and forget. Um, and that's kind of a real high bar is that you sign up, you bind your tenants, and we're going to make it easier to bind the tenants with CSP log on and all that kind of thing down the line. But you bind your tenants and then you kind of, leave, leave us to it and protect you from that point. And you only come back to us when we need you to need your help to, to make a decision. Maybe there's something we just don't want to, uh, we, you've not enabled auto remediation or whatever you come in and have to take action. So again, it's hopefully, uh, and forget and you don't need any help. If you do, we're here.
0: Awesome. Well, everyone that is, uh, still watching, go to the website free.overe.io, free.overe.io. I got it down in the corner uh, here. And um, yeah, go, go check it out. It's free. Why, why wouldn't you check it out? Um, if, if you don't have a SaaS cybersecurity platform today, it's a no-brainer to, to try out the free version it's also a no brainer to, to try out the beta. Cause, uh, he said Q1 is when they're, they're looking to go to market with, with some paid features. So you've got a whole month at least to play around with the beta premium version. So do that, Paul, thank you so much for coming on here today. This was great. I really love what you're doing with this product.
1: I appreciate Steven. I uh, appreciate you uh, inviting us onto the, onto the show and, uh... Thank you everyone for watching and listening.
0: All right. Thanks so much, everybody. You all have a great rest of your week. Take care.